Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. But now the Spanish Football Federation's regional presidents have demanded that Louis Rubiales immediately resign from his role following his conduct in the aftermath of the Women's World Cup final. Rubiales, the president of the Spanish Football Federation, is under fire after he grabbed the head of forward Jenny Hermoso by the head and planted a kiss on her lips. Prosecutors in Spain said they've launched a sexual investigation into the allegations. So what do you think? Should Ruby Alice resign? Uh, well, we have Gillian on the line in Wicklow. Gillian, you watched the situation live on air. What was your reaction? Uh, well, basically, I just threw it in because having lived in Spain, still have a lot of contact there. Um, I automatically thought when he grabbed her like that, that he was a family member and I was waiting for somebody to make mention of the fact that of course she was his niece or she was something but I thought she looked more bemused than amused as she walked away and I think also the way he kissed the others on the cheek well that's perfectly acceptable but definitely he'd taken advantage of his position at the time maybe exuberance but still it was on the lips and he held her head so she hadn't much option yeah, I mean, when I went to look at the, the pictures and the video footage, I mean, it is, it's literally his hands are clasped around her head. There was no, there was no choice in the matter here at all. And there wasn't time to say, is it OK if I kiss you? Obviously, he got caught up in the moment, but he's in a position of power, as I said before we went and to the news And she had no one. way of moving away in front of the world stage. She had no way of escaping. She was like, she was in her own euphoria, I suppose. But to be grabbed like that in front of the world stage... She had no option. I genuinely, I was even Googling to see, my God, is he related to her? Because I honestly thought, oh, well, he must be a family member. Yeah, very, very personal. The lips are yeah. very personal. And like part of me wants to say, even as a woman, that he got caught up in the moment. But in an age where violence against women is on the increase, we talk so much more now about the importance of consent and not abusing positions of power. He is in a position of power. I really feel he should have known better, regardless of the celebrations going on. He absolutely should. And I think, to my mind, the fact that his mummy has gone on hunger strike is more proof that the child walks on water. Yes. And he just got away with his chauvinist attitude. Because of his power. Yeah, I mean... I mean, I think the mother has actually endorsed it. Yeah, I don't know if people have seen this, but his mother has taken to a church and is on hunger strike because she feels what has happened to her son is completely unfair. And I'd say any kind of, you know, Mido Ferrari or, you know, the fact that he's been suspended for 90 days and all this investigation. I mean, there's no doubt that this is taking its toll on his mental health and that's going to infect her, affect her as a, as a mother. Um, do you think he, he should resign? Absolutely. I don't think he should be allowed to stay even if he doesn't. Absolutely. And now it's coming out that it's not a first offence. He's a recidivist. I think he just likes his power and his chauvinism. Yeah. And as I said, when you know better, you do better. You know, we're we're living in a different time. Gillian, thanks for coming on. Let's go to Sharon. Sharon's on the line in Dublin. You're welcome to Lunchtime Live here on News Talk. What do you think of the whole situation? Hi Claire, lovely to be with you. I think it's a bit over the top. I think he got caught up in the moment and I think the punishment certainly doesn't fit the crime. If she was offended, all she has to do is say, don't ever do that again. Um, I think, you know, him having to resign is, I mean, that's huge, you know. He didn't grab her, parts of her anatomy. Okay, it may have been inappropriate, but, you know, 
he didn't attack her. You know, I mean, if that happened to me, for example, I would just say the next time, uh, you know, I would, or I would say, um, I don't think I'd say anything, actually. I think I would just let him know the next time that it wasn't. But I think the guy got caught up in the moment. And I think he's been vilified for it. I do too, Sharon. And, you know, I I see where you're coming Mm. from. I suppose my issue is in the aftermath that there wasn't an apology. That wasn't the line from Ruby Alice. He didn't say, I got totally caught up in the occasion. You know, I'm sorry for what I did. He's just said, absolutely not. I did nothing wrong. That was consensual. And she's lying. Yeah, well, it looked like he just got caught up in the moment and uh, he was excited about winning. And uh, it wasn't, you know, sexual, I don't think. I think it was just affection. And if she, you know, maybe he does need to apologise to her privately if he upset her. Because any man, you know, if they, you know, if it was in his position, I'd say, listen, I'm sorry if I upset you, but I just got caught up in the moment. Yeah, he doesn't seem to be doing that, though. And that's that's my issue. And as I said, I'm sure he's going through a very stressful situation to be under investigation, to be suspended. However, yeah, because it's like as if he raped her or something and, you know, or, or grabbed part of her anatomy or he did what you see a lot of people doing when they win something. Now, he did you grab know, a part of her. He grabbed her head other. and smacked her on the lips with his lips, which is a very intimate move on the lips. Yeah. Okay, but I still think the punishment doesn't fit the crime. I think the punishment is far too severe. Okay, fair enough, Sharon. And like you're entitled to that. And I want to know, are there others listening who share Sharon's opinion here? You know, are we, are we, I, I, I want to only can't even say we because I don't think it's going too far. I do think he abused a position of power. I don't think it's okay to grab somebody by the head, no matter what is going on in celebration and kiss them full smack on the lips and then not say, I'm really sorry about that afterwards. Um, That's the bit I have a problem with. He's not even recognising that there was a big issue here. Um, But I'd like to get your thoughts on it. You can also email lunchtimelive at newstalk.com. A texture says whether it's a full, full frontal smacker or a soft tender peck, it's still wrong and he must resign. If a woman kissed a man like this, nothing would be said, says another. And, you know, that's something that's coming up a lot, that there was... um. In the UK last week, 23-year-old Dublin jockey Sean Kieran was grabbed and kissed on the lips by Jolene Delemos, who was one of the team owners. And there was there was no kind of backlash based on that. And I'm not, you know, in any way hoping to start a backlash there. But I wonder, because they're in a team together, is that a little bit different? Do they have some sort of, you know, assumption between each other? Maybe that's what it is, as opposed to it being a gender thing, or maybe you think differently about that too. Let's bring a man in on the discussion. James, you're on the line in Dublin. What do you think about the whole thing? Uh, good afternoon, T. Claire. Yeah, just your last caller there, Sharon. I agree with her 100%. Um, I do think on the night, like if you watch it on the night, he was just, you know, he was hyped up. They were delighted. They just won the World Cup. Don't get me wrong, you shouldn't have done it. But I can understand why he did it because they were so happy about it. My understanding is that he did apologise that night and then she kind of accepted the apology and said, look, it, it was what it was. And then the following morning, it was like, well, actually, no, I don't accept it. And this is where it all started. Plus, I think the main backstory to it is, and a lot of people have lost uh, the thing on it, is there's always been an issue with the manager of the women's team. A lot of the actual starting players wouldn't actually play for the Spanish team because the, the manager is an absolute scumbag. And he backed the manager. So I just have a weird feeling that this is 
people's way of getting at the manager via him. Now, the thing his mother's doing is absolutely ridiculous. It's like he's a 10-year-old child who's got into trouble. Like, he's a grown man. But my understanding is that he did apologise for it. Um, that night, she went, look, okay, it was what it was. And then the following morning, come out and said, well, actually, no, I didn't, uh, you know, I didn't consent to that. And I do think that it has, a mountain has grown out of a molehill on this. I really, really do. I suppose, you know, because I said he must be going through a lot with the, you know, media attention and his suspension and all the investigation that's going on is very stressful. But I'd imagine for Jenny Hermoso, it's, it's the same. I'd say there are people knocking on her door, looking to speak to her mother, her sister, her brother, trawling through her bins. And she has now become the poster girl for gender-based violence. I mean, she didn't want to be on this either. They're, they were on a public platform. He should have behaved differently. I think it's unfortunate if he didn't intend for any of this to happen, but he still has to man up to what, what he did. Well, as I said to you earlier, now supposedly he did. Supposedly that night he came out and said... And, you know, she was happy enough with that. But obviously, somebody has got into her ear the following day to say, actually, hang on, he shouldn't have done that. And, like, he he apologised on the night and said, look, you know, I got caught up with it. And as as with anybody, you know, you've just won the, the World Cup. You know, you're jumping for joy. You, you, like, he's probably saying to himself, you know, I'm part of this organisation that helped get these women here. You know what I mean? I helped with the facilities. I'm part of this. You know, while the women were 99.9% the winners, he would look and probably and say, I'm 0.1% of involved in this. So this is why he was probably so excited. But again, as I said, don't get me wrong, he shouldn't have done it, but he did it. And, you know, now maybe I just look at things a different way. I do agree with Sharon on it. I don't think it's a big thing. I think it's been blown totally out of proportion. And I'd say the girl herself is probably saying, oh God, why is, why? Because that night she said, you look, it was what it was. Then the following day she went and said, actually, no, it's not. Maybe she thought about it. Maybe she sat down herself. Personally, I have a feeling that someone got into her ear and said, look, he shouldn't have done that. And with this situation with the actual coach of the first team, it was probably someone's way of saying, look, we can't get to the coach, but we can get to the president because he backed the coach. So I, I do think there's a little bit of a backstory to this as well. But I think the thing that his mother is doing is pathetic, to be honest with you. Okay, like and kind of, uh, it seems child. to be looked on as it's weakening his, his argument a little bit. James, will you stay on the line? Because I really do welcome all sides of this discussion, uh, you know, and there must be more aside from James and Sharon who think this is a mountain out of a molehill. But the UN human rights do not believe that this is a mountain out of a molehill. I'll read you their tweet. They said women in support, it, w- women in sport continue to face sexual harassment and abuse. Every one of us has the responsibility to call out and challenge such abuse. We join Spain's Jenny Hermoso and all those working to end abuse and sexism in sport. May this be a turning point. And this is what the issue is because we don't have gender equality and because we have an issue with gender based violence. This needs to be used as a turning point. And those involved just unfortunately have to take on their place on the playing field, for want of a better analogy, or maybe it's bang on. Let's bring Robbie into the argument. Uh, Robbie, you're welcome to Lunchtime Live here on News Talk. What's your take on all this? Well, well, the first thing I, I'd like to say is if we went back over the footage over the last whatever, 100 years in sport and, and and looked at the male side, did we ever see two men kissing to celebrate a, a winning situation? It, would that have been acceptable? You know, at a World Cup final, did the Spanish president kiss the, the male counterpart of 
a winning team. And this is where it comes to equality. Like, we have to treat each other the exact same way. Not make exceptions just because I was caught in the euphoria of the moment. Yeah, and I was thinking of that, Robbie. You know, even as James was talking, I was thinking of the All-Ireland final recently. And you do see coaches and other, you know, backroom staff hugging people and you can see the emotion and you can see the happiness and the joy. But I never saw a kiss on the lips. Never, ever, ever in any of the finals that I've had on the TV or have been at. Never. And and like I've been involved in sport personally myself for many years and, and thankfully I've had some moments of success. And I don't ever remember kissing anybody in those moments of success um, on a pitch or at the side of a pitch when we, we win a final or a, or a league or whatever else. And again, like I coach sports, both, both boys and girls, and I conduct myself the exact same with both genders. I don't I don't go off hugging the boys and I don't go hugging the girls because it's not appropriate. It's not how you conduct yourself. And similarly, this is a situation where I think ultimately what's happened here is I think the president has tried to take advantage of a situation because he felt vindicated for backing the coach because they won the World Cup. And it was very much sort of sending a message to all the girls involved, all the women involved, that like, you know, yous were wrong, we were right, look, we just won the World Cup. Yeah, or it's ingrained misogyny, which is in all of us, men and women, over time, that he just felt it was okay for him to do that, something that he might not necessarily do to another man. But is it sexual assault or harassment? uh, At the end of the day, you conduct yourself how you should conduct yourself. If Again, if that Spanish president was there with the men's team and just won the World Cup, he wouldn't be uh, kissing Xavi or Iniesta directly on the lips. He would probably hug them, and that's quite appropriate in a celebratory mode. There would be nothing against that. Um, But it was taken to a different level. He knows it was a different level, and the storm the teacup that's being created is because he knows what he did. He's not willing to apologise for it. And ultimately, all roads lead to himself creating the situation for himself. He has to take personal responsibility for his actions. Yeah, I agree and, with you. Can I bring James back it. in on, on that? James, what do you think about what Robbie has had to say? I think uh, that he's actually suggesting that he had deliberately set out, said, right, we win here today. I'm going to kiss this girl because I backed the coach. I think that's a nonsense, to be honest. Personally, I think it's an absolute. Now, as I keep saying, he shouldn't have done it. I'm not excusing him. that like, He shouldn't have done it, but he did do it. But I think looking at the thing, he was hyper you know, they had just won the World Cup and he did it. He shouldn't have done it, but he did it. You know, and I think and think then, as, as as one of your other callers mentioned, after that then, he only started kissing all the girls on the cheek. I think then, with that moment when he did it, he's like, oh, sugar, I shouldn't have done that. Right, I'll make sure I, you know, don't do it to the rest of the squad. So I think the fact that he actually did that and then hugged and kissed all the, the, next, the rest of the team on the cheek, I think he actually dawned on him, I've made a mistake here. And I think he acknowledged that in himself by not doing it, doing it again. Like, I, I still think that, like, you know, you're trying to compare apples with oranges there about, you know, dealing with the men. Um, you know, men didn't win the World Cup. The women won the World Cup. And to say that he did it out of spite, I think, is wrong. Now, maybe he did. I don't think that. I don't think he is that type of person. And if he is, he's a horrible person for even contemplating doing that. I don't think he went up on stage and said, right, we've won. When the captain comes up, I'm going to kiss her full whack on the lips and I'm going to let her know that I'm the boss here. 
when, you know, what, as I said, what he did was clearly wrong, but I just think that he got caught up in the moment. I had this exact same discussion with my wife last night when we just, they were talking about it on the radio. I explained to her what happened. She cocked her eyes up to heaven and her exact words were, uh, sure, he was probably just hyped up because he just won the World Cup. And my daughter, who was 16, who was sitting in the back of the car, said the exact same thing. And they're both two women. So I think the vast, vast majority of women, if you were to bring them on, would probably say, look, like Sharon did, it's not a big thing. You know, as far as I said, as far as I know, he did apologize. And I, if, if he didn't, then he should apologize. But if I, my understanding is that later on that evening, he apologized. She accepted it. And then the following morning is when all this stuff started. So, you know, I just think by looking at and I have seen it on numerous occasions that he was just caught up in it. You could even see when she come up in front of him, just the look on his face that, you know, we've won. This is fantastic. Just lost his thing. And then I think after doing it, because he didn't do it again, I think he actually realized, oh, no, he shouldn't have done that. I make sure I won't do it again. And then, you know, probably realizing that I would actually cause the storm in the teacup. Now, oh, right. the fact that your other caller has said that he did it deliberately, I doubt. I don't know. I don't know the man. I don't think he would. If he did, he's absolutely stupid. He should lose his job if he deliberately went out to, to upset that woman or upset any woman or upset, upset anybody. I don't think he did. Again, I could be wrong. Just my opinion. Yeah, and you're absolutely entitled to that. And, and I like that you represented your wife and your daughter in that as well. So to Robbie and to James and to everyone who came on there, thank you very much. We have so many texts on this, so we will be staying with us uh, with it. Um, Robbie in Tralee says that football kiss in no way was that sexual assault or harassment. It was innocuous. He got caught up in the euphoria of the moment. It has become a storm in a D cup. I have an issue with that sentence there, Rob. Now I'd have to say, Jill says Ruby Alice is being castigated by all the man haters. It is way over the top. He was overly excited and forgot his decorum. He apologised and it has been blown up out of all proportion. And that is from Jill. I agree with the caller, says another. He did nothing wrong. No argument. Resigning his job is over the top. To call this sexual assault is demeaning any person who has been violated in this way. Yes, he should apologise and get a caution. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk. And this is Claire McKenna in for Andrea this afternoon. Do get in touch. You can email us lunchtime live at newstalk.com. You can tweet us at lunchtime live NT or you can call 1 800 453 106. And we've been talking about the controversial kiss. Ruby Alice, the president of the Spanish Football Federation, is under fire after he grabbed forward Jenny Hermoso by the head and planted a kiss on her lips in the aftermath of the Women's World Cup final win. So we've been asking, is it over the top that there are calls for his resignation, that there is an investigation into sexual assault? Um, And we've been getting a real mixed bag and uh, we're all kind of adding to the argument about who said what and who got into her ear after. And I suppose when it comes to an apology, perhaps somebody got into his ear afterwards. And I think when it comes to litigation, to admit responsibility can lead to all kinds of of, of different things. So that may also be part of the argument. But, you know, I think sometimes we're, we're missing the point when we're looking at just the incident. It, it's what it represents. So when there are, are, are calls for 
inappropriate behaviour. You can't look at the kiss in isolation. You can't think, oh, you know, he got caught up in the moment. It's because it represents this misogyny. And we unfortunately do have an issue with gender based violence across the world. So this is an opportunity for a turning point, for a change in discussion. And I think people in power need to bear that in mind. And when you have a public platform, they need to look at that incidence in this way. Lots of texts coming in this one. Louis Rubialis needs to go, says another. The kiss in isolation is bad enough. The way he's gripping her head is very aggressive. What makes it worse is him grabbing his crotch when the team won. That, in my opinion, moves to predatory sexual behaviour. I don't know any man who grabs his crotch when his team wins. Rose says how precious we women have become. And by this, we totally discredit genuine grievances. Well, Geraldine is on the line. Geraldine, what are your thoughts on this? Hi, how are you, Claire? I'm good. Um, I just think um, this is just another instance of um, men um, kind of overtaking completely women's achievements. Um, like all everybody's talking about now is um, him, uh, uh, Rubiales kissing uh, Jenny Hermosa on the lips. They're not talking about the Spanish girl, women win- winning the World Cup. And um, I don't know if you remember, there was an incident a few years ago with um, it, it would add a um, Hederberg winning the Ballon d'Or and the DJ asked her could she twerk afterwards and it just is men reducing women's sporting achievement to something sexual and totally disregarding almost the achievement that they've that, uh, uh, that, that, that the thing that they've just won you know what I mean like so all anybody is talking about now is Ruby Alice and they should be talking about the Spanish team and the standard of football in the World Cup the Women's World Cup was amazing this year yeah, um, yeah, no, and I'm, and I'm thinking about talking about that now. When, I, I think as well. Um, sorry, the the um, he should have apologised, and that would have, I think, it would have shown that he recognised what it was that he had done, and it would have ended the argument there and then. But he didn't. He doubled down on it, and I think, um, unfortunately for him, the Spanish uh, government at the moment are really clamping down on uh, gender-based violence, and um, this is what he did is actually a criminal offence under Spanish law. So I know there's a man there earlier on saying, oh, it's all taken too far. Um, but it, this is actually an offence under Spanish law and they can't ignore it now because it's got so huge in the press. Because perhaps if he'd apologised in the first instance, it wouldn't be as big now as what it is, you know. Yeah, but then I wonder, was that a legal team? Does that accept responsibility? But you're right. I think he should have stood up and used this as a chance to change the rhetoric. But when you said the Ballon d'Or, I immediately thought of that picture of Stephanie Roach when, when she was in the running for it and that photograph that went everywhere of footballers supposedly checking her out. It was a moment in time. That's not even to say that they were, but it was there was more made about her outfit and how she looked and was she attracting male attention than there was about the talent that led to her being there in the first place. Yeah, she, I think she was meant to be complimented because... Um uh, oh God, I can't remember his name now. Um, with one of the guys that was checking her out, and that was—I know the photograph that went that went viral. And maybe they weren't. I don't think that. I think that does a disservice to men as well as women. They maybe, could have been looking, yeah. saying, "Jesus, did you see her goal to each other?" And like looking in her direction. I think it does. Misogyny does a disservice to men and to women. Um, yeah, and you know, I just feel like um, my daughter plays football, my niece plays football. I, I, I've seen like over the years what the women's team have had to. You know they've been fighting and struggling to to get um, the recognition and the support that they deserve, and 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 in doing that, there is an awful lot of men involved in getting them and helping getting them there as well. So, like, we shouldn't say that that's not happening. The, the men are very instrumental. They they're using the systems that they know the men's teams have used to bring the women 
up, up to that level as well and it's worked very well. But I think um, like these guys, they just take away from the sporting achievement um, of women. Um, I, I think um, it, that girl, um, Jenny Hermosa, was very, she kept, she did, she said nothing. Really, in fairness, I mean, I know there was a man there earlier on saying, "Oh, she supposedly said that." Like none of us were there. None of that was reported. I heard Spanish Spanish reporter, sports reporter on News Talk the other night, and she was very passionate about it. Jenny Hermosa said nothing, and um, he just refused to apologise. So she kept out of it until the other day. And I read her statement last night, um, a very lengthy statement that she put out, which I thought was very fair and very level. And she'd obviously thought long and hard about what she wanted to say in it. But like, I mean, in, like instead of the Spanish women celebrating their win, it's all about him now. And mm-hmm. it's just like, it feels like a power grab by a man. And I just feel like it's, you know, I, I, and now apparently as well, they've had issues with, with uh, the conduct in, in across the board and with the men, some of the, of the men involved in Spanish sport. I'm not sure. I don't know the names or I wouldn't be that familiar with it, but um, it, it just seems to be a problem that they're, that they're facing anyway. Yeah. But, well, may this um, be I mean, a turning point. And there's something about that case to me that's sort of patronising. There's that, that kind of good girl element to it that we just don't need in sport either. Thanks very much, Geraldine. Thanks very much for coming on. Uh, we have a text here that says, Hi, firstly, I don't want to come on air as a victim of sexual assault because I don't want myself identified to some people in my family who still don't know about my situation. But there are some extremely strong points from Sharon and James on earlier that I fundamentally disagree with. This is not a mountain out of a molehill. His punishment fits his crime and he should resign. Take it out of sport for exa- and taken out of sport, for example. Take it out of sport, says another. If I closed a massive deal at work and my male boss came up and kissed me on the lips like that, it would 100% not be acceptable to anyone. And we kind of had that discussion around the office. We were trying to think of, you know, maybe a radio award win. And, you know, I, I just don't think that that would happen or be acceptable. I I really don't. I've never seen it happen in all my years of going to the radio awards. I mean, you know, there's hugs, there's fist pumps, there's high fives, there's drinks and dancing and having the crack afterwards. But do you need to kiss somebody on the lips to say well done? Dean is on the line in Spain. Well, Dean, what's the atmosphere like on this discussion in Spain? It's it's really a big hoo-ha over nothing. I can completely understand the Irish point, being Irish, because we are a very reserved bunch of people at funerals we shake hands with family but in spain they get so excited over nothing it took me years to get used to it you meet people on the street just out with your partner that you've never met and you get hit with two kisses on the cheek straight away and there's nothing made of it now if you're after winning the world cup or the winning gold they get so excited for anything they pick you up in the air they swing you around they throw you around they're just a very affectionate race of people. And in Spain, it's more like a witch hunt because of all the other football associations have now spoke up. The Spanish government feel they have to now launch an investigation into this. But in Spain, the, the talk is, what of it? Literally, men were kissing men in the pubs while the, the goal happened. So it, now, it's a big hoo-ha over nothing. I mean, you know, it is good to get that perspective, and you know, the the French kiss, you know, well, on it, either side of the yeah, li- know, on either side of the cheek. Culture. It's their culture, but on the and lips, like, the man, on the lips, uh, Dean. Yeah, I, yeah, on the lips, they do it all the time. At weddings, at any any major event, literally, if they score a goal and Barcelona are playing Madrid, men will physically kiss on the lips. 
it's their culture. It's it's, and for people to say that man, that man, without that man, they would have never got to the position of winning the World Cup. So he's clearly fantastic at his job. And as for the mother issue, now my my husband's mum passed away, but for ten years when we lived in the Canaries. Every day he called her and she called him. They are basically their blue-eyed baby boy until the day they die. So that will be his mum's position. And I can completely understand that also because that's just their culture. I mean, the times you're talking about are social occasions. This is a professional situation. This is a this is a work situation. I, I, yes, it's very exciting and everything, but he's in a position of power. That's very different to somebody on the street that you meet yeah. at a wedding, in a bar, watching a match and getting excited. He is I, in I a different position. For, for, yeah, I know. But for them, they are one big family and they're all in this together. And that's how 99% of the people here view it. They, they're one big family. They, they don't see it as a work situation. They're a team. They're a family. They're a group. But Jenny Hermoso is Spanish and she doesn't think it's okay. Eventually, after a lot of feminist activists and everyone got in her ear and then the media coverage and the interviews and the money it'll generate, of course, then you'll actually reevaluate your thoughts. But at the time, she didn't see it as a big problem. All right, Dean, it is good to get the, the, the vibe in Spain. And thank you very much for coming on. Um, take a girl on a sales team in an office with a boss who is delighted to having secured the biggest sale in the company's history, says one texter. He kisses her on the lips while holding her head in front of the whole office. The girl would be embarrassed and brush it off. She could take a moment and later be extremely upset and realise she has control and can say that she didn't consent. We need to stop victim blaming. What he did was silly and inappropriate, says another, but not a sacking offence. My God, what kind of a society are we turning into? And I'm a woman. I don't care what the human world human rights say. They're all jumping on the bandwagon. Another says there's a physical differential between a man force ably kissing a woman and a woman kissing a man. It's the other stuff around him too. Grabbing his crotch, throwing the other girl over his shoulder on the pitch That behaviour is so outdated. If there is no stand against it, men will never change. They are professional athletes or professionals in any case. Kalina, you're on Lunchtime Live here on News Talk. What are your thoughts on this? Well, goodness, (laughs) there's been so many different views and many of which I would agree with. And I have to say, I would tend to be in the feminist camp, but... Mm. I do feel, and a lot of people have said it already, I think the major thing here is the World Cup took place, I think, on the 20th of August. We are now the 29th, so that's nine days ago. And it is taking up too much airspace and headlines. And I think, I don't want to use the same old cliches, storm in a teacup, etc. It was wrong. He's apologized. And we should move on. I think there are so many other serious things happening. I know we can't all be doom and gloom, and this is sort of a lighter take than what is actually happening in the world. But I think the best case scenario would be if the coach stood down for a number of months until this blows over. And I don't think it requires an investigation. 
you know, we've just got too much into this woke society, PC, you know, people be afraid to do anything at this stage in case it's misinterpreted. He did overreact. He did behave inappropriately. But I think we should move on. It's nine days. You know, it's a bit like the Ryan Tuberty situation. That was over three weeks. Yeah, no, I know what you're saying. You know, I I do know what you're saying. And we did have a caller earlier who said, you know, we're not talking anymore about them winning the World Cup. We're talking about that kiss and that's that's overtaking everything. But do you not think when it comes to change and, and making huge societal change and moving towards more gender equality in a more open society, that it has to start with conversations, that we need to have these talks, that we need to hear all people's points of view and opinions and that if this discussion makes people think twice going forward, well, then it's worth all this talk. Well, up to a point, but I think it's gone on too long. And I think there are other instances uh, where women are concerned, which are far more serious than this. Again, look at Afghanistan. I mean, that isn't in the news very often. The fact that the Taliban have taken over for two years now and that the women cannot even go out of their houses unless they're accompanied by a male relative. Their businesses have been closed down. They're not getting any education. You know, if we want to make a stance on where women are, I think that, okay, maybe, you know, the focus needs to be put on how women, particularly in the third world, are being treated absolutely appallingly, yeah. uh, whether it is in, you know, any of the very Muslim countries, not all indeed, but female circumcision. I know I'm going down a different road. No, now. but I know what you're saying. Uh, you know, even I heard it said over, you know, the Tuberty situation that there were, you know, what about the children's hospital? What about this misappropriation of funds? And, you know, there is room for all discussion, but I really take on board what you're saying. If we're going to talk about equality and women's rights, maybe there's more we could turn our attention to. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk. And this is Claire McKenna in for Andrea on Lunchtime Live this afternoon. You can get in contact by emailing lunchtime live at newstalk.com or you always can always tweet us at lunchtime live. And Tia, we've been talking about the controversial kiss by the president of the Spanish Football Federation when he grabbed forward Jenny Hermoso on the head and planted a kiss on her lips. A texter says he has not apologised. That is the issue. He defended himself. All the women defending him should hang their heads. And, you know, that was one of the points Kalina made that, you know, he apologised, but he didn't. He doubled down. And that's the part that I really, really have an issue with. I have an issue with the kiss, don't get me wrong. But he didn't use his opportunity and his platform to change the conversation. Now, I don't like cancel culture any more than anybody else. I think we should move towards a society where people can admit they made a mistake and be part of making change. And we don't currently have that. You make a mistake, you're gone. Some things are unforgivable, don't get me wrong. But He strenuously has denied any wrongdoing. He's repeatedly stated that the kiss was consensual and that he is the victim of a social assassination. He's like Jenny Hermoso has said there was no consent and he is being questioned because he's claiming that there have been lies involved here. So that's where there's a real problem here. There was a chance to stand up and say, I got caught up in things. I'm very sorry and be part of making change. And that's not what's happening here. 
this is why we can't have nice things, says a texter. Everyone defending this guy is an absolute danger. It's not that hard to keep your hands to yourself. Anyone defending him is saying that men are no better than animals who can't control themselves get a grip. And yet we've moved on from that. I mean, that used to be the kind of discussion that would go on when I was a teenager growing up, whereas now we're talking about consent and it's so, so important. Gronje is on the line. Gronje, what are your thoughts on this? Hi, Claire. Um, well, I had an almost visceral reaction when I saw that played out on the news, the way he literally locked her head in. And it was, to me, an absolute display of a man who feels slightly threatened by women. And it was male dominance. Let's just reestablish. You may have won the cup. Good girl. But we're still the bosses in charge. And it was a gut reaction on my part that I could feel it. So I don't think he was being sexual or overly excited or anything. Yeah, I, I, I get that on you. from him of dominance. Because I read about it before I saw it. So I had to go then. Yeah. And, and part of me was like, oh, let's see, you know, what's all this about? And when I saw the clamping yeah. of the head, yeah. I actually had a physical reaction to that too. What do you think of his behaviour in the aftermath? Oh, he's such a fool. You know, he knew quickly that what he had done afterwards was wrong. All he'd do was say, mea culpa, mea culpa, I'm so sorry get down on your knees and beg forgiveness. And of course, everybody would have said, well, okay, maybe he's learning a lesson. But he didn't. They even put out a statement claiming that she had said that it was okay. And she actually had to say, no, actually, I never made that statement. Like, that's just outrageous. Yeah, we've Mary who's texted in here, Gráinne, and she says, I think the kiss is much ado about nothing. No matter how trivial an action is nowadays, people jump on the bandwagon. What would you say to that? I think there can be a lot of that. And I'm, I will say, not very woke. I'm very much, you know, suck it up and get on. You know, life shit happens, whatever, excuse me. But in this case, it was such an obvious case of him establishing dominance. Fair enough, Gráinne. Thank you very much for coming on. And that was a visceral reaction from me. Let's bring Anthony into the discussion. Anthony, what are your thoughts? No, I don't agree with what he what he what he did. But as soon as the the, the woman came out, the footballer came out and said that she wasn't happy with his actions, he should have apologised. But I mean, there's people coming onto the show that are pretending that male footballers haven't been treated like sex objects, you know, for for years and years. The likes of David Beckham and Ronaldo, women are just watching it so they look at their abs. They're throwing bras and knickers onto the football pitches for years and years. And there's nothing said about that. You know, the, the men just brush it off. But it's because they're not affecting the men. They're not upsetting the men. Clearly, the, the, the woman was upset with, what, with the actions of the man. And he should have just come out and apologised. I mean, that's his biggest crime, apologise. He's after upsetting the woman. But, I mean, women, women are treating men as, as sex objects for as long as I can remember. You know, my own partner would be looking at the football match to look at the men in that instance. And I think a lot of women, if they're honest with themselves, are watching the football for that, for that reason too. And I don't see that the other way around. I don't see men looking at the women's football for the same reason the women are watching the men's football. I don't know, Anthony. I think there's plenty of women watching men's football for the talent and because they support the team as well. And I, I did no, well, get a number well, of texts yeah. in when I mentioned uh, some of the players being 
caught supposedly checking out Stephanie Roach. There were a lot of people said, and are you saying women don't check out footballers well? But I don't think that's the issue. I think it's the kiss. It's the physical. It's the physical act. It's not being attracted to you know, people in the public eye. It's it's been in a position of power and feeling it was okay to kiss that person in celebration. That, that That's presumptuous, what, what you're saying there, that that's the way he felt. We don't know way, the way he felt, but the way he acted after by not apologising after the, the woman being clearly upset, you know, whether it was a day after, two days, we're nine days after it now. Nine days, you know, and the reason it's been dragged on is because he hasn't come out and apologised. But what he did was he, he, he was caught up in the euphoria winning the the cup and everything that goes with that. You know, people are, are, are being presumptuous about how he felt and he only kissed her like that because he had power. How, can, how, how, how do we know that? All right, Anthony. Well, look, this is a place of equality, so I'm going to give the last word to another man. James, what are your thoughts? Very quickly, because we are running out of time. How are you, Claire? Sorry, um, I just uh, I just like to say that I think I think the whole thing is is is, is, is a disgrace. The man was banging out of order. He should hand his, hold his hands up and admit he was wrong. Do you know? Uh, people trying to defend him, saying, "Oh, he he brought he brought Spain to the World Cup. He 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 got them to where they are. They won the World Cup because of him." I didn't see him with a jersey on him. I didn't see him playing one minute of the match. Just the the eleven girls that played that match got them to the World Cup. You know what I mean? They won it. The ladies won it, and he took their day away from them with his behaviour. He grabbing his crotch at the end of the game. Who, like, where? Who is he? Do you know what I mean? Going on, you wouldn't see that. You, you wouldn't see that as a UFC fighting game, and they're yeah. only told. All right, James. You know well, I mean? thank you. I'm glad I brought a male voice in, and he's sticking up for the women. Lunchtime live with Andrea Gilligan, weekdays at midday on News Talk.